is Priest Holmes a better running back than Fred Taylor? Hell no. no. But he made the Pro Bowl. If you don't want to play football, just walk away from the game. Don't give me no old because I'm scared. If you're scared, you're scared. Go to church. Folks want to pop off? If you're a Steelers fan and you listening, leave them damn towels home. It's yeah. preseason. This is the best podcast happening right now. I don't want to be struggling trying to pick the proper wording and being politically correct. No, man, I'm tired of that. I just want to talk like I talk. Keep it real. We keep, keep it, real. it real, man. podcast we are back yeah this i don't know what number it is it's been a while it's, it has been a while it's like the rising of the phoenix man. yeah we're, we're, back. we're back we're back with the keep it real podcast we're live at aromas right now aromas 4372 southside boulevard suite 101 we got to send a shout out to scott and all of the staff here uh, making it lovely for us. We have not ordered a drink yet, but that's going to happen in a minute. Yes, it definitely will. <laughs> it definitely will order a drink. We're going to get. Some, I'm going to get some wings. I, I, I like their wings. Yes, yes. I, see, I, I, I love see the lemon pepper. There eating some wings right we're, now. We're getting thumbs up from the crowd over there. Thumbs up for the wings. The wings are are, are the die for head aromas. They do a good job with the wings. Now, if this is your first time listening to the Keep It Real podcast, we appreciate it, but we need to introduce ourselves. My name is DJ Chill Will. And uh, sitting next to me is... I'm Big Sofa, Damon Jones, uh, first tight end ever drafted by the Jaguars in 1997. Yes. I wore number 88. Uh, and caught a whole lot of touchdowns. Too. I caught a few. They let me in the game a little bit. Yeah, they did. So that's a good thing. And you know what? We need to send a shout-out, too, because now you are coaching at... Uh, Rebalt High School. Gene Rebalt. Gene Rebalt High School. Yes. We had a big win sat, uh, Friday. We beat Sandalwood. We went over and got a big win Sandalwood. Uh, we play uh, this Friday. We play out at Uli, uh, first district game. It'll be a big game for us uh, to start our title defense of our district title. Okay. Okay. Well, good luck with that, man. Yeah, good luck. It I know is. it's been hard for a lot of these local high schools, the man. programs and stuff like that. I know it has been hard. Now you're going to get me in trouble. So I, Okay. <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to quote it. You don't have to say anything about it. Um, the, the reason we had to, to bring the podcast back because it has been some foolishness going on yeah, in the world we, and of we're gonna sports. Yeah, we're going to keep it real about it. You know, uh, um, A.B. lost his mind, man. Dude, Antonio Clown. I mean, Antonio Brown. Yeah. Um, who has... Who has basically lost two jobs in the span of one month. Hey, yeah, I'm going to tell you like this. Antonio Brown's jerseys went to throwbacks in a month. All of them. All his jerseys went to throwbacks within two um, months. A summer. Look, let's go back to the Pittsburgh day. He was in Pittsburgh. He, he, he needed to get up out of there. They got him out of there. They got him out. I went mean, to the yeah. Raiders. Went to the Raiders. Uh, um, and, you know, I think the Raiders, they, they just, they bend and they bend and they let him, I mean, I mean, obviously, he had the foot situation. You know, yes. he went to cryotherapy, didn't wear the correct protective, uh, protective shoes. Yes. Frost, frostbite his feet. They were supportive in him on that. They supported him they 100%. They supported him on everything. They supported him on the helmet issue. He wore the same helmet. Yeah. I get that guys get comfortable. I used to get mad with our equipment manager on Fridays because they would come in on Fridays. Like, if you got, like, a scar or something on your helmet, then, you know, they'd give you a new shell. And I used to always be mad because it would be tight, you know, on your on your helmet. Yeah, oh, and they okay. wait, okay. they wait till like Friday to do it. You want to kind of break that thing in early during yeah. the week so you can get it, you know, used to it. But they wait till Friday because they don't want you to bang it up again during the week. So, 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I get that he wants to have the helmet, but with the NFL going through uh, the concussion lawsuit, you know, yes. obviously it's the billions yes. of dollars uh, on the line. Those owners are uh, have put some rules in place. They're being very, uh, I would say, stringent about it. And, and, of course. And, yeah, I mean, course. they have to be at this point because, uh, you know, the safety of the game, uh, obviously they want the game to continue. They want parents to let their kids play football yeah. uh, at an early age. So they've got protocols. We've got protocols even in high school now with a kid. If, oh, he, okay. if he's got okay. a concussion, you know, in, within doubt, set him out is the yeah. rule, you know. So they've got to go through like a protocol where they've got to go through a doctor. They've got to get cleared by a doctor. Uh, no trainer can cl- clear him. It has to be cleared by a medical doctor yeah. for them to come back to even start any type of physical activity. So – uh, you know, it's, it's all about the safety of the players, and I'm, I'm okay for and, that. And I, and I get that. And, and really, you can see all of Antonio Brown's shenanigans on Hard Knocks this year. Oh, yeah, if definitely. you saw well, Hard Knocks, you saw everything that I went on. I watched it this year. This is the first time I watched it in probably a long time. But you, in watching that, since he was one of the star players, I, I, I get they held him out. I get right. that they weren't weren't playing him. But he looked like he was he was practicing. He was, he was I mean, working he, out at home. Antonio Brown isn't one of those guys who's a workout wizard. He goes and he works out. He's going to be in shape. He doesn't, you know, he's not a guy that gets out of shape in the offseason. Yeah. So that's not a real big thing for him. The thing is just being, you know, a nuisance. You know what I mean? It's like, I mean, you can find a helmet. I mean, you've got 40 options, I believe it was. Yeah. Uh, so to, to, to get set on that one helmet, I get the comfort level. But at some point, you know, if you want to get the guaranteed money he's complaining about now that they yeah. void it, yeah. You know, you should have made an easy choice. You know, you had 40 options. I mean, 89 guys on every other t- 90 teams made a choice. Yeah. You're the only guy that has the issues, had an issue. Uh, I mean, get with that company. You know, I mean, he makes enough money. See if they'll meet. Well, 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 the company that he, the helmet he chose, they did give him an endorsement deal. Right. But, of course, that's out the window now. That's he definitely out the window. Nike, Nike fired him. He they fired him, Nike yeah. deal. Um, so, the incident that got him away from the Raiders – I, I wasn't there. You weren't there. But from yeah. what I had heard, the, the rumors it was, are it was an altercation with the owner at, at practice. No, it was Mark, Mark Mike, Mike Mayak, the general manager. The general. I'm sorry, it was Mike Mayak, the, the, the general manager. And they had got into it because yeah. he obviously had some mispractices, right? Yeah. And uh, the Raiders kind of, you know, he thought the Raiders would just kind of go along with it, and then, you know, he missed it. Another practice again after he had the second appeal and yeah. he, it didn't go his way. He missed, and he he missed, missed another walkthrough, too. Yeah, something like that. He yeah. missed a walkthrough or something like that. So Mayock was fi- fed up with it and he finally fell, fined him for all the mispractices. Yeah. And I think it accumulated like 55 to 88,000, something like that. It was, it was yeah. a nice piece of change. Yeah. And he was upset about it. So he voiced his opinion on Twitter, which he, varies, he does all the time. Yeah. Then he voiced his opinion to Mayock. And he, the word on the street is he called him a saltine. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to use that word, saltine. Yeah. Uh, like the stuff you put in your chili, yeah. you know. Uh, <laughs> and he told him he was going to punch him in the face. Yeah. Uh, Who tells the GM that? Antonio Clown. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's not a good look. Yeah. And, so, so and, and, and I, think that, I think that they still tried to keep Antonio Brown there. Gruden still called yeah. him, tried to wheel him back in. Thought they had, you know, something worked out on the phone yeah. conversation. And they said but they he taped the phone conversation, yeah. and then he released it on Instagram and Twitter or whatever he released it on the social media to, I guess, I guess vindicate his name or, or, or get his name back. 
and make the Raiders look like they were just incompetent. Yeah. And then the Raiders had, so they they had enough. They had enough at that. So then here in comes Belichick, which yeah. that didn't – did that surprise you? Because it didn't surprise me. It was funny to me because that, that Saturday when he got cut, yeah. I was refereeing and I told some people, I said, watch the Patriots sign him. Yes. And but by the time I got home, he had signed with the New England Patriots. He signed, and it was all good for 11 days. It was all just good just a week hey, ago. He, he made a touchdown. He, he scored. He, he had a nice Miami, game. Played in his hometown. Uh, and, and, and then he decided to sw- send text messages to – the woman who accused him civilly of sexual assault. Yes. Now, I do have a problem with this. I have, I have several problems with it. First of all, if he did something uh, that sexually assaulted you, why did you not call the she, police? Yeah, she didn't go to the police at all. Call the police. And it, it happened a couple of times. And three, it happened a couple of times. times. And you've, been back, you've been back to his house and hung out with him since. Mm-hmm. I have a problem with that. Yeah. And, and you didn't call the police. Now he's got this big contract. And you sue him for money. Yeah. I have an issue with that. My thing is, if he did it, call the police and let him go to yeah. jail. Yeah. Let him go to jail. Yeah. I mean, let the police investigate. That's what's, that's what's a little fishy DNA. to me. Well, I mean, I get fear. I mean, we have somebody in the crowd saying fear. But, I mean, when you call the police, as a black man, we got, we, as a black man, we, fear, we, we definitely fear that. I'm a black man. So, <laughs> if I see the blue lights or the police walk up on me, I'm, my blood pressure is going to get high automatically. But also, so, just like Sofa said, if a, white man, if a white woman called the police on me, I'm really going to be scared. <laughs> but if it was fair. And, and she could be same. She could be same. I get that. But she went back. Exactly. That's but, what but you okay, don't go back, back to his house. You don't go hang out with them. You don't hang out with You call your brother. You don't go hang out with them. You don't ask him for any tickets. But yeah. I think at the end yeah. of the day, it's a sticky situation, and I just want to see how the investigation goes. I mean, I think, obviously, it's going to be some things that are going to come out with yeah. that. He obviously was dumb. He sent her some threatening text messages. Allegedly. Allegedly. Allegedly well, yeah. That's why the Patriots released him, because of those text messages. And that's what he did while he was under contract with the Patriots. Yeah. And now he's complaining about his guaranteed money. Robert Kraft is not going to pay him that money. Uh, so he, he, he's he, going to file a grievance in the next. He's going to file a grievance. Or so but I tell you what, he happens. can get in line with Aaron Hernandez because he ain't wow. getting that money. Wow, wow, that man did. Hey, hey, yeah, Aaron, wow. hey, Aaron Hernandez <laughs> estate is not going to get that money. I don't care what y'all say. Okay, so this, this is an interesting thing that happened today in the news. Um, Tom Brady was on a radio show. And he said he had some personal feelings about the whole Antonio Brown situation, but he would not speak on it. And for what I heard is that Tom spent a whole lot of time with Antonio Brown just to help him with that transition. Well, he he offered him, yeah. he let him stay at his house. Yeah. He, uh, he offered Antonio Brown to stay at his house. Antonio was staying in a hotel. Brady offered him to stay at his house. With I mean, Giselle I, and the kids. With Giselle and the kids. Okay, all right. And he obviously wanted to... He obviously Brady wanted to help him learn that offense too. He did, yeah. And, and that's going to help Brady. Obviously, Brady wants the best receiver in the league. I mean, think about when he had Randy Moss several years ago. He set yeah. a touchdown record for a season. So, yeah. if I got Antonio Brown, I getting Josh Gordon healthy. I still got Julian Edelman. I mean, Tom the Brady's weapons, loving it. Just I mean, he, he, he's got to love it. Great. I mean, as a quarterback, he's loving it. You know, at forty three years yeah. old. But you know, when you do things like that, you send threatening text messages. Uh, you've got a guaranteed contract of nine, ten million dollars. Yeah, it's just not worth it. You yeah. know, let the let the investigation play itself out. Let the civil suit play itself out. Uh, you know, don't 
to have any contact with her. But I, I blame that on him and her because yeah. she had contact with him and he had contact. Yeah. They still were contacting each other. So uh, I blame that on his camp, too. I blame that on his attorneys. I blame that on anybody in his camp that said, hey, that's a good, good idea. Let's, let's contact her and threaten yeah. her, bring up her kids or anything about that. That was one of the dumbest moves in football. And now he says he's done with football. But my, my perspective, I think the 32 teams are going to wait and see what happens with this investigation yeah. and the civil suit. And somebody will sign him after that if he wants to play football. If not, though. then he'll be at the, what, the XFL, the new league that's well, going to start. He, you know, somebody, a, somebody, he's too talented. He'll have a short career. He'll have a short career. Somebody's I mean, pick him up. It happens. Yeah. It happens. <laughs> Johnny football. It happens, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it ha- short, hair, short careers happen. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay, wait, wait. We got a question in the audience. She's going to come up here and get the mic so everyone can hear it. Even your son. You say your son listens to podcasts, right? That's a podcast. Is it, is it, is it turn on? Make sure it's, it's – yeah, there it is. Okay, so what's your question? anybody that deals with Antonio Brown, do you not feel that that's associated with someone – like it's association by yours. They're still going to slaughter whoever supports him. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. The, I, I, Even yeah. if he's not guilty. Well, yeah. As an owner – yeah, I, and, 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 I, and I look at that as the you know that's the the uh, Tim Tebow effect. Yeah. You know, people didn't want to sign Tim Tebow a second a second round or not a second round, but a second tier quarterback, yeah. a backup quarterback, and have a press conference. What are you having a press conference for a backup quarterback exactly. for? Exactly, that's the media. So if you sign this guy Antonio Brown and you bring him in. Now you've got to go to the community and say, okay, we've done our due diligence. We believe that this investigation is going to turn out this because now you're saying you're bringing this guy into a community where you've got females who support your team. Yeah. And what are you, you got to look at that and say, we got to make sure that these females feel comfortable still supporting him in any type of way that we've done our due diligence, that we feel that the allegations against him are false 100% or Whatever they are, but he's if they're right, then he's done this, this, and this to make it right. But everything has changed since Ray Rice, man. Yeah, everything has changed, and and I don't I don't know if a team will pick him up. Because, well, because yeah, of that. What's, when because you talk about, well, I think I think I think I think when you talk about that, when you talk about abuse, yeah. and you talk about sexual abuse, and you yeah. talk about physical abuse, it's yeah. two different things. Yeah, the leagues look at that two different things because Robert Kraft. A owner of the team who's been charged with sexual abuse, the same thing oh, he just cut Antonio I, I, Brown I totally for. Forgot about and that. Antonio Brown mentioned that on Twitter, and that's why he's. I don't think Kraft is ever going to give him the money because he thought, did go after Kraft about that, but he deleted the tweets. But they and Roethlisberger, he he went after Roethlisberger oh, too. Yeah, they, they put that but under the rug. They look at it yeah. differently, you know. Now you know hitting a woman, you know, is is worse than than sexually assault. In my book, they're both just as bad. Yeah, they're but, bad. I, I mean, I don't know why you I get totally a pass. I forgot about Robert Kraft, though. Yeah, been down wow. there getting a little. He's getting happy endings. Happy endings. Yeah. yeah. Good old Robert Kraft. Forgot about that. Yeah. His wife died, and he said, you know what? I got to go on, you know, get something getting. And I got the money. I'll pay for yeah, it. Yeah, you got the money. But that's <laughs> how right. you celebrate a Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> I hear that. So Antonio Brown does not have a job. Let, he doesn't let, have no, a job, let, so. Let's move on because we, we'll move we on got from a lot Antonio. of stuff to we talk got, he's about. A diva. Um, you know what? Let's go on to Duval. We got a diva here. This is what we need to talk about. And you know what? I'm glad that Sofa is here because Sofa 
um, has been called to the office by Tom Coughlin. Definitely, you've have. been in trouble by Tom Coughlin. Definitely have. So <laughs> let, let's let's talk about Jalen Ramsey. I don't I don't have a problem with Jalen Ramsey. I don't personally have a problem with Jalen Ramsey. I don't. Either. I like the way he plays. You I like need the way people he plays. on your team like that. I like the way he plays. Yeah. He's got swagger. Yes. He wants to win. You need I people think he, on your team I think like he, that. I think he tries to make his teammates better. The one hang-up I have with Jalen is sometimes he plays selfish ball and he plays coverages and doesn't let the rest of the secondary know. If you're going to play man-to-man, let everybody else know so they know how to cover you. I think yeah. that's it because they've gotten beat on some of that. But that's the only thing. I, that's the only issue I have with yeah. them. Uh, yeah. He wants to win. Uh, yeah. I think it started and where the where the saga started with Jalen was, and it goes back to when you said being called down to the office. I was called down to Tom Coughlin's office in the offseason because a his, few times, a few times. But <laughs> this particular time, you know, he called me down because we, you had our, our, our workout days were Monday, Tuesday. We were off on Wednesday, which was a makeup day, and then Thursday, Friday. Okay, so if you wanted to go out of town, you could work out Monday, Tuesday, go in Wednesday as a makeup day, work out Thursday, and leave Friday because you've got all your four days in, right? So I did that. And going in on Wednesday was not something easy. You had to be there dressed and ready on the field at 7. It's only one opportunity. It's not oh, a whole wow. bunch of times. Like yeah. Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday, Friday, they had three sets of times. Wednesday is one set. You got to be there at 7 in the morning. So I got up, went there, did my workout. I left town. I I was gone for a whole week. I was gone for, I'll take that back, for the weekend. Went Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Came back Monday. I didn't work out. I was tired, so I worked out Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I got my four workouts, right? I didn't miss any workouts. I did that a couple weeks. Coughlin called me down to his office. He says, hey, what are you taking these four-day weekends for? I said, coach, I didn't miss any workouts. I don't want you taking these weekends. You you work the way the workout's supposed to go. I don't I want you to get your rest time. So I'm looking at this guy, and I'm like, this is he serious? Like, I'm 23, 24 years old. I want to enjoy my friends, my family. Y'all just gave me a bunch of money. I mean, why can't I go nowhere? But I think it started with Jalen. Jalen didn't come to the offseason program. And that's a big stickler. That's a big no-no for Tom Coughlin. Yeah, Tom. Tom wants everybody. He wants everybody. He wants hundred percent. He believes that the team is built in the offseason. He believes that to his core and his fiber. I believe that. So when he Coughlin, I don't know if you remember, Coughlin got in a little trouble by the NFLPA because he he said some things and they said that he he shouldn't be saying those things. Coughlin did that to send that as a message to Jalen and Telvin. All right. And the rumors that I Bring heard, here to practice. and the rumors that I heard was that everything was about Doug. That Telvin was mad at Doug, and Jalen was mad at Doug. They didn't like Doug because Doug mf'd them and cussed them out, and didn't he didn't coach them up. You can coach, you can you can coach, you can coach and get on them, but you still got to be able to bring them up, bring them up and coach them mm-hmm. and let them and let them know how to be better. You can't just always tear down, and Doug was tearing them down. And from what I heard last year, Telvin and Doug got into a FU contest in the locker room. Oh. And it was a heated, heated confrontation. And that's one of the, my personal reasons I think Telvin said, I'm going to hang him up. I thought for the same reason, Jalen kind of had that same thing going into the season. He, I think he had some of it, the heated conversation they had on the sideline. They think that they worked that out. They got past that, and Doug and, and Jalen sat down. 
But Doug and Jalen had, I mean, Doug and Coffin or Coffin and Jalen sat down, and I guess it didn't go as 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 it as it, as it should go, or Jalen thought it should go. And Coffin is going to shoot it down the middle. He's not going to care if Jalen likes what he has to say. He's not going to care if Jalen is upset by what he has to say. Coffin is going to say what he has to say. He's, yeah. he, he's going to get on the number one player just like he gets on the 53rd player. I so, mean, but, but understand this. You, when you played with Coughlin and the culture that Coughlin brings, we got different kind of players now. You do. Yeah, yeah social y'all, media. y'all didn't have social media like you don't. that. Y'all didn't and have that's things a big thing. like that. And that's a big so thing. So this is a different caliber of players. It's a different caliber. Can it's his di- culture translate into with these younger guys now? I think Coughlin can. I, I, think, I don't think that. I think he, he wants to build a tough team. And he, when he went to New York, he definitely had to, to, to change up there. Yes. He had to change because when you went to New York, he had 100 beat riders as opposed to he had four or five here in Jacksonville. Yeah. And he could punk them in Jacksonville. He used to have, like, little boxes on the side of the, on the field, practice field, and he'd make them stand in the box. And don't and, get out that box. And don't get out the box. But, see, he couldn't do that in New York. New York, they'd be calling for his job every day, and he, and, and he couldn't do that. But, be, I mean, I remember when he was in New York, he, him and Michael Strahan had it. And they bumped heads, and they yeah. did. But, see, what he did, but, see, him and Strahan, they came to a compromise. Compromise, compromise is where the Jaguars are trying to work with Jalen Ramsey now. And this is the thing. Shaq Khan has made the statement that he's going to make Jalen Ramsey yes. the highest-paid corner. If the owner says that, then the GM, the vice president, and the coach, they, need to fall in they line. have to fall in line. But now that he said that, he said that after Jalen's feelings were already hurt. So now they've got to rebuild or remend that, that, that relationship between him and Coughlin. Is Coughlin going to apologize to Jalen? I don't believe so. Is Shaq Khan going to be able to pay Jalen enough money that his feelings will stop being hurt? I think so. I think Shaq got enough money. I think he does. Yeah, but I, I just don't like the way here, – here's my first problem with what the Jaguars did. I think the Jaguars let Jalen have that press conference last week to make him look bad because I don't think that press conference was a good look for him. E- even if Jalen wanted to say something, let him say it, but don't let him take questions from the media. Well, I think you know he, that that was not going to end up well. I think he should have just issued a statement. Yeah. I think a statement would have been be better they, from Jalen. But see, that, that I think they let him have that press conference. But he wanted to speak, and he, he didn't want to answer – specific questions yeah. that were presented to him. And I think if he would answer some of those questions, maybe not all, yeah. but if he would answer some of those questions, he could have came out a little bit better. And when he did that, I think that it also hurt his trade value. Yeah. I do think it yeah. hurt his trade value. I think our rumors are that Baltimore offered several first-round picks, a good tight end that's a, a solid player, and the Jaguars turned it down. They yeah. do not – Shaq Khan has made it known he does not he want to train Jalen Ramsey. He's going to do whatever he can to keep Jalen Ramsey here. But because Khan, and Khan is the owner. Yeah, but have you ever been on his boat? Because this no, I haven't. I have walked past the boat before. I haven't been on it. Hey, a man <laughs> but, with a boat because, like that. Because the situation is so high profile today. Jalen said he was sick. He was, he wasn't going to come in. Actually, he called the trainers last night because he was sick. And, of course, it's blown up in the media, which I don't think it should have blown up. Like, it has happened before with other players. I'm sick. I'm not going in. But it this, just, it's, who, it's a coincidence. Who's, who's the snitch down at the stadium? How did that even get out? Somebody snitching. 
Uh, Jalen said that in the press conference. Who's snitching? Who's telling? Uh, somebody's down there. Jalen said that in the press conference that somebody it's is telling. releasing this information. And Who's telling? The Who's Jaguars snitching? need to get to the bottom of it because it's not a good look for the team. It's not a good look it's for Jalen. Uh, th- what they need to do is they need to get off of social media. Jalen needs to get off social media. Mm. The Jaguars need to get off social media. They need to put Shaq Khan. They need to put Jalen. They need to put Tom Coughlin, Doug Marone, Dave, and Jalen's agent in a room. But now I heard in a room. Supposedly this weekend they were in. It was Jalen, um, Shaq Khan, and Marone in a room. I'm sure Jalen's agent was there too. I heard that they were in a room this weekend and they weren't supposed to leave till they worked it out. So, well, I, they worked that. Those three are good. The, 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 and that's where it stems from is Jalen supposedly found out that the reason he didn't get paid in the offseason mm-hmm. was Coffin. Yeah. Coffin didn't authorize him to get paid because why? He wasn't here in the offseason. Coffin's always been like that. He's If you're not here, I'm not going to negotiate see, with I, you. I, I, and I and think, a lot of teams are like that. I mean, they, they, I there's that. some teams are it. like that. I get it. They want to be able to see you here. They want you to be. And had he come in, maybe worked out for a couple of weeks, negotiated, got his deal, who knows? So, you know, this, I think. This is, I think, this is the question I want to ask you. Do you think Tom Coughlin is about to lose his job? Do I think Tom. Well, I think that at the end of the day, at the end of the day, Shad is going to make some tough decisions. He's yeah. going to make some real tough decisions. Well, he made a, he made some someone in the in the crowd ask, "How does Tom Coughlin make another team look good?" Uh, don't forget, he, he was made coaching. the Jaguars look good before he left. He was coaching. He was yeah, coaching. Yeah, yeah. So, it, I mean, I can't. He's a good coach. I'm not taking anything it's away different, from him. Different personnel moves are different from coaching moves. Yeah. He he doesn't have. The day-to-day uh, interactions with the players that, like he used to, he might see him in passing, or uh, you know he doesn't see him on a day-to-day basis. He doesn't have the interaction, so he doesn't have the bond with them. Maybe to to say some of the things that he says or critique with, them. But okay, but will he have that bond? We're talking about an old school coach and some young millennial players. I, I mean, he's got to. Can he, can he even relate? He can relate. I mean, he, I think he can relate. I think he can relate because he's he's a guy that wants to win. And, you know, the thing about it, uh, when Jalen looks back at this when he's my age. Yeah. You know, it, it, it'll be 20 years from now. But when he looks back, he'll say or think, hopefully, that, you know, Coughlin was, you know, doing looking out for his best interest. You know, he wanted him here. Working out, getting in the best shape that he could be. Now, I'm not saying Jalen doesn't come in shape. Yeah. But the camaraderie that you build with your teammates during the offseason is like no other. Yeah. You know, so I think that that's what Coughlin wants to see. I don't know if he'll ever get out of that old school mentality. But, you know, if, you know, if it looks like a duck and quacks like a duck, it's probably a dunce. <laughs> Okay, we got another question. What's your question? All right, so um, there was a play. I got off of work and screwed it up. What do you do? So you're saying what happens when you make a good play and then have a bad play? That's football. So we have a good play and a bad play. That's yeah. football. And, and one of the old, like, God rest his soul, uh, it was a coach that taught me this, and I try and instill this in my kids. What's the next play? That's the thing you got. That's the attitude you got to have. What's the next play? That's the attitude you've got to have is what's the next play. 
Always. Even if it's a good play, if it's a good play, bad play, it's always what's the next play. So a team can score on you, right? A team can score a touchdown. It could be a big play against the Jaguar defense. They're, the defense could be down. They're going off the sideline. But that kickoff return team, they got to come on the field thinking, hey, we can score right now and take this kickoff right back and answer. That's the next play. What's the next play? Let me do my job. Yeah. We can't We can't dwell on the pass. We can't dwell on if it was good or bad. We've got to go to the next play. And that's what a young player, you know, any advice I would give a young player would just be, you know, to have that mentality to go to the next play, whether it's good or bad, you know, be able to, to, to go emotionally. That's, that's a tough thing is emotionally you want to do good. And if you're playing on national TV, like tonight on Monday Night Football, you know your boys are watching, like – I, you get more emotional because you know your dogs is watching. You know your, you know your people that's watching at home. You know we got to get home, man. Hey, Cuz playing. You know, so you want to play well, but at the end of the day, you still got a job to do. Yeah. So when you when you what happens with the football guys is when when you when you when you when you duck your head and you look down, you continue to you tend to go that way. So I would just tell them what's the next play and, and get your head up. All right. Hey, um, we only got maybe like 10 more minutes because the Monday Night Football game is getting ready to come on. Once again, Keep It Real podcast. We are live at Aromas. This is our first week back. 72 Southside Yeah, Boulevard. every Monday. We'll be here every Monday, man. Yes. Y'all come check us out. Tell a friend. Every Aroma Sports Bar and Grill. Or, is, or is Sports Bar and Grill? Let me make sure. Cigar Bar. Cigar Bar and yes. Grill. Cigar um, Bar and Grill. So we can edit that out, Scott. Don't worry. <laughs> so let's Aroma talk- Sport, a Cigar Bar and Grill. Let's talk about the Monday night game. It's your Chicago Bears. That's your home team. Bear down. They are in D.C. taking on the Redskins. So you still, are you still rooting with uh, the Redskins? He was up I, there. Look, look. You was up look, there. While I, while I was up in D.C., I, I, went, I went to two Redskins games. Yeah. I wasn't impressed. Yeah. I wasn't impressed. They but, weren't very but I, good. But I will say this. I will say this. Redskins fans, oh, they die hard. Man. Oh, they die hard now. They die hard up there. Hey, I so, will say that. So it's like, so Chicago die hard now too. Yeah, I'm rolling with Chicago. I like the Chicago defense. I think their defense gives them an opportunity, and the defense travels well. But what uh, about def- that offense, man? De- a defense in the running game always travels well. That's what we did at Sandalwood <laughs> Friday night. Our defense and our running game. Yeah, Trubisky's just got to. He's got to be a guy that doesn't turn the ball over. He's yeah. got to be a guy that manages the game tonight. Yeah, uh, makes good throws on third and, and medium, third and short. Yeah, makes makes good throws, moves his chains, and then you know hands the ball off and lets that running game be uh, effective against the Redskins, who have not been a, a good run stopping team yeah. over the while. Yeah, they haven't. They haven't. But I mean, I will say the Redskins. Their offense has kind of been clicking. Which I didn't expect that. They definitely have been more. They've been better than I thought they yeah, would be this yeah, year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But they're going better. against a very, very tough, yeah. tough Chicago Bears defense. Uh, Khalil Mack is going to be a guy who's going to be very disruptive. Uh, that offensive line has got to find him. They've got some other guys that's going to give them one-on-one matchups that got opportunity to step up. I'm looking for Clinton Haha Dix to have a big game uh, playing for the Chicago Bears secondary. Uh, so I'm, I'm I'm taking the Bears uh, thirty to twenty. Really? Yeah. You taking the Bears? I'm taking the Bears. I, you know what? I'm only reason I'm going with the Redskins because they're playing at home. I'm taking the Redskins because they're playing at home. They're playing at home. Uh, yeah. Yo, before we get out of here, let's go over Week Four because we got four. some games coming up. Week Four Thursday night, the Eagles are playing the Packers at Lambeau. Who you got for that one? Eagles at Packers. Thursday night, I'm gonna yep. go Packers. Packers for that one. All right, on Sunday, the Chargers are in Miami. 
The Chargers are in Miami taking on the Dolphins, who are hey, 0-3, by the way. Hey, Reball might be able to go down and beat Miami right now. <laughs> I'm taking the Chargers. I'm taking the Chargers on that <laughs> <Yeah>. one. <laughs> hey, um, what a, a game that I didn't think would be a good game is Sunday at 1 o'clock. The Patriots taking on the Bills. Neither one of those teams is Both lost. teams are undefeated. Yeah, Where are they playing at? They are playing in uh, Buffalo. They're playing in Buffalo? Yeah. That's going to be a good, good game. Yeah. But the way Bill Belichick is set up and that defense has been playing, <laughs> I'm going to go Patriots. You're going with the Patriots? I'm going to go Patriots. All right. Now, another two other teams that are undefeated, the Chiefs, believe it or not, the Lions are undefeated. Yeah, they're 2-0-1. They're, two play- and one. they're they playing very well. They've been playing very well. They're playing in Detroit. They're playing in Detroit. Mahomes is playing at MVP level. I'm going to go Chiefs. All right, going Chiefs for that one. Redskins will be taking on the Giants in New York Sunday. Who you got? Oh, uh, Daniel Jones played very, very well. He gave him, I think, he a did, little bit of. But little... they don't have no running game no more. Say, how long is Saquon out? He's out for like six weeks, high ankle sprain. He's out six weeks? Yes, four to six weeks. Uh, they ain't got no running game no more. Daniel Jones played well. The tight end is uh, Ebron played well. He killed me in fantasy. Uh, I'm gonna go Giants. I think Daniel Jones just gave him uh, some excitement. I think the I think the Gi- Gi- Giants Giants okay. win that one. Okay, hopefully they win. Um, Cleveland taking on the Ravens. That oh, boy, man. that boy, quarterbacking for the Ravens. He ain't no joke, man. Yeah, uh, he went up against the Buzzsaw uh, in Kansas City. They they handled him pretty good. Uh, Kansas City did. He was still able to move the football. Cleveland's defense is solid. Uh, Will Baker Millfield be consistent? He hasn't been over the season. I think he'll have a good game. I don't think it'll be good enough. I'm going to go with uh, – who was it again? You going with Cleveland? No, I'm going, going with, with the Ravens. I'm going with the Ravens. Okay, they're playing yeah. in Baltimore. Yeah, I'm going with the Ravens. All right. The Carolina Panthers without Cam Newton taking on the Texans in Texas. I'm going to go Texans. Yeah. I'm going to go Texans. I hate to say it. Uh, Cam being out, you know, I, you know, I thought he was going to go out a while ago. I got him on fantasy. But yeah. something's go, obviously going on with them, that lower body and uh, – they, they play better, but, you know, I, I, I don't think they're going to be a good team without Cam. Yeah. If he stopped being at these post-game press conferences with a shawl on, he might be all right. Yeah. Um, the Titans taking on the Falcons in Atlanta. Titans taking on the Falcons. Well, the Falcons didn't play very well this, this past week. Yeah. And the Titans got thumped on a short week. Given the Titans have a long week and they're playing in Atlanta. They're playing in Atlanta. Well, you always got to put that that factor in that Magic City, that the factor into the into the thing. So, the Titans showing up to Magic City, boy. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Atlanta. I'm gonna go Falcons. The Falcons on that yeah, one, right? Yeah, Titans there. That Magic City might get them. Yeah, they, they might get them, dog. Wow. Got me one time. Um, the Raiders are taking on the Colts in Indianapolis. Uh, Jacoby Brissett played well, man. I, yeah. I like I like that kid. You know, I think he's hopefully they give him a true opportunity to, to really develop as a quarterback and be. Uh, the guy I think he can be, uh, but I'm gonna have to go with the uh, the Raiders. Raiders, yeah. Right, I think I think the Raiders, Raiders gonna win one. that one. The Seahawks taking on the Cardinals, who have not won a game. I yeah, the Cardinals, Cardinals are struggling. Yeah, yeah, they're struggling bad, man. The Seahawks they struggled against a tough team uh, Sunday last the last night. Uh, they struggled a little bit there on the national TV game against the Saints, but I don't think they're gonna struggle again like that. I'm gonna go uh, Seahawks. Seahawks on that one. Now the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who lost. Oh, they heartbreaking. Oh my gosh, they lost. They lost. They they gonna be in LA facing the Rams. Yeah, Uh, the Rams. You know the Rams undefeated too now. Yeah, they're undefeated. They're uh, they're tough. Golf is, golf is good. Uh, I don't know if they can go out to. I don't know if they can go out to LA and win. Yeah, I'm gonna pick the Rams. Gurley, Gurley. I like Gurley, man. Gurley's a beast. You picking the Rams on that one? 
All right. So the Vikings will be in Chicago next week taking on the Bears. That's always a good matchup. Yeah, that's always a they good matchup. It's in Chicago. Uh, the Bears are going to have a short week playing at home. Division game. I'm going to go Bears. I think they'll be able to – I think I, I like the Bears. I think, you know, they'll be able to control Kirk Cousins. He hasn't had anything special. Uh, I think they'll be able to contain Dalvin Cook as well. Okay. Uh, the Sunday night game next Sunday, the Cowboys will be in New Orleans taking on the Saints. Oh, wait. That's a tough right yeah. there. That's a tough, tough game right there. Both teams are playing very, very well. The only reason – the only reason – I'm going to go Cowboys is because Drew Brees is out. Yeah. That's the only That's reason right. I'm going to go Brees Cowboys because there's no Drew Brees. Wow. All right. And last but not least, of course, Where they the playing Jaguars. Where are they playing at? They're playing, in, uh, they're playing in New Orleans. They're playing in New Orleans? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah. They're playing in New Orleans. Yeah. Of course. That voodoo. Last, I'm going to stay with Cowboys. I'm going to stay with that Cowboys. Last but not least, we got the Jaguars taking on the Broncos in Mile High this Sunday, 425. That's the that's Who's the national TV game, huh? That is, but that, and, uh, and understand the Broncos have not won a game. They have not won a game. I like the Jags. I think the quarterback play is not going to be good enough by the Broncos. Yeah. To to to, to that's do Joe be Flacco. A, you don't think Joe Flacco going to do it? I don't man? think he'll be effective enough to against uh, our Jaguar defense. It, yeah. I thought Jack Flacco got knocked out or hurt last week or something like that. If he didn't, I, well, I, don't, I still don't think he'll be good enough against our defense. So you got our Jags? I got our Jags. All right. That's all the games we got. We're not even. I'm not gonna talk about the Monday night game because we'll talk about it next Monday we'll night. We'll talk about it next week. It's not a good game. Bears anyway. game is on and they started. They have started. So once again, we appreciate y'all being here with us. We're gonna be here every Monday night once again at Aromas 4372 Southside Boulevard. Make sure you come see us. Also, make sure you follow us on all of our social media. We are on Instagram at Keep It Real Podcast, Facebook, Facebook.com backslash Keep It Real Podcast, Twitter. Keep it real, PCAST. It's the letter PCAST. And if you want to hear any of our past shows, it's on mixcloud.com backslash keep it real podcast. We out.